When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Wednesday, Secret Squad. I'm Robin McGraw, and this is a brand new episode of I've Got a Secret. The fabulous Rebecca Faria is in the studio with me today. She is the founder of Detox by Rebecca, Hollywood's go-to clinic for lymphatic drainage. When it comes to these massages, proven to reduce water weight, kickstart your immune system, stimulate your metabolism, and remove toxins, Rebecca is as skilled as it gets. She helps A-listers like Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian, Jennifer Aniston, and so many more to look and feel their best every day. Rebecca is here today to spill everything we need to know about lymphatic drainage, and we'll even share some at-home tips that you can do yourself. This is The Secret to Lymphatic Massage. Rebecca, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for inviting me. Hello, everyone. I'm more than happy to be here and to teach a little bit more about lymphatic and maybe get it more popular. Oh, that is so wonderful because I feel like you're like going to help everyone be the healthiest and because of that, the happiest they could ever be. Because I so believe in lymphatic massage, lymphatic drainage. Uh, I was telling all of the girls here on the staff before we started today, before you got here, that I can remember when I was pregnant with my first child. Our son is 42 years old, and I can remember way back then that I had such an issue with lymphatic toxins. And I'll just say back then we called it weight gain from water retention. Mm -hmm. And it was just so uncomfortable. And I can remember my doctor trying to give me some tips on how to release the fluid retention that I had. And since then, I have the worst problem with retaining fluids and to the point where I I just, I ache from it. And I, it's, it's bad at certain times, like when I fly, when I'm getting a cold, I can tell when I'm getting sick and it's all through lymphatic retention. So I am thrilled that you're here to help all of us with this yes. issue. So that's why I've been so looking forward to this conversation. So can you explain exactly what lymphatic drainage actually is and why someone would need it? So our lymphatic system is like the garbage of the body. Mm -hmm. That's where our immune system sends bacteria, virus, toxins, waste, and everything we are not supposed to have inside of us. Your lymphatic system is going to flush it out, out of your body, uh, through your pee, especially. And that's why when your lymphatic system doesn't work as well, mm -hmm. you feel the water retention. Mm -hmm. The problem is your lymphatic system can get overwhelmed by pollution, by processed food, lack of sleep, stress, and all of those things that are so common in our daily life. Mm -hmm. And when it happens, it doesn't work properly. So you cannot flush this water properly. And that's when we feel the water weight. Wow. But actually, this water weight is full of toxins. It's not like a clean water. It's a water full of inflammation 
there should be not inside of you, but out of you. Wow. So that's why, as I was saying, when I am retaining a lot of fluid, I actually feel sick. I yeah. actually hurt. It's like I can, I can press on the certain areas, probably every area, but I can actually press on certain areas of my body and it, it hurts. It, it hurts. It actually hurts. It hurts. Like you feel the inflammation. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's why when you are sick, like if you have a flu, you mm -hmm. feel your lymph nodes swollen because you're trying to flush out that infection. Every time you get sick, you feel the inflammation, even on your skin. You can feel yeah. like you touch, you yeah. feel the pain, you feel red. Yes. Um, and you can also feel some of your lymph nodes swollen because they're like drains trying to flush out that inflammation. But sometimes it just won't. It just holds on to it. Sometimes it won't because it's like overwhelmed. I like to give this analogy. Uh, imagine that you are a sink. Uh -huh. Your lymph nodes would be the drain of the sink. Your lymphatic system would be the pipes. If you brush your hair every day on the drain, one day the drain will be clogged. Uh -huh. The water will be stuck in the sink. It's not going to flush through the pipes. And that's exactly what happens when our lymphatic system is not working properly. You said about your pregnancy. Uh -huh. When we are pregnant, our hormones are all over the place. Our body is trying to adjust to a whole new situation. And our progesterone raises. So our body is full of water. If your lymphatic system is not working properly, it's not going to be able to flush that water out. And then even after the baby is born, some uh -huh. people still have hard time because they have old fluid. Sometimes it can last like years. <gasps> oh, my Exactly heavens. like in the sink. If you yes. don't clean the drain, the water will be there. Oh, my heavens. I, 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 I yeah. so <laughs> believe that. I really, truly do. So the massage helps this system function properly. Yeah. Our lymphatic system naturally works on its own. But because of our lifestyle and the things that we are um, maybe exposed, the massage helps to open these lymph nodes and we push the water out of your lymphatic system and you pee it out. Wow, that is just yeah. amazing. So what makes the technique of this massage different than typical massages? Um, it's actually a Brazilian technique. I am from Brazil mm -hmm. and it's a part of our culture there. Everyone there knows about lymphatic. Everyone gets lymphatic. And it's such a big thing. So we learn different methodologies to um, massage people depending on what they need. Mm -hmm. The difference between lymphatic and regular massage are the movements. Uh, when you do lymphatic, you have to push the water in the direction of your lymphatic system so you can flush this water out of your body. You have the right pressure. We use some equipment. So it has actually nothing to do with a regular massage. Uh -huh. Does it still feel relaxing? Yes, it, feel it feels good. Wow. Especially afterwards, because uh -huh. you feel so much lighter without all that water weight. Yes. So when did you start getting lymphatic massages? Um, I remember my mom getting it, my grandma getting it. Oh. And when you were like 15 you start to ask, I want to get it as well. Yeah, yeah. And then your mom's like, okay, today you can get with me. And that's how everyone starts. Oh, that's so yeah. wonderful because that, that's probably the age when you start 
your hormones really mm-hmm. start kicking in exactly. and affecting your body, so affecting your lymphatic system. So this is kind of a two-part question. First, I'm just going to give you some information. I was telling the ladies earlier as well that when I travel, mm-hmm. I really, really retain fluid. And I have to actually pack accordingly. So I know if I'm going to fly anywhere, especially for a long time, I have to pack things that are larger because I know my body's going to (laughs) retain that much fluid. So I had to fly recently, but the two weeks prior to flying, I had to have some major dental work, Mm -hmm. just like three appointments, major dental work and had infection in the bone, in my mouth. So I had to do all this dental work. So I dealt with that and I got really sick from it because of the medicine I had to take, Mm -hmm. which is another, my system can't handle anything like antibiotics and that kind of thing. So I dealt with all of that, okay? I travel. I get back. My, under my eyes, and maybe you could see it, but I, of course I'm wearing makeup, but under my eyes, I am still dealing with the swelling from that surgery and probably also the combination of the flying. Mm-hmm. I've been home a month and the surgery was on, on the right side of my face. Mm-hmm. So the swelling under my eyes, is still worse than the left, but I have it still on my face everywhere mm-hmm. to the point where I actually have a black eye. If I clean, when I clean my face every night, I still actually have almost a black eye on the right side, but swelling on both sides. Is that from the surgery or is it from the flying or is it a combination of both? And is it common for me to still have it a month later? Uh, it's a combination from flight and surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll talk about flight first. Okay. When we fly, we are in a different pressure. Mm-hmm. Inside of the airplane, the pressure is different than here. So our body tries to adjust our internal pressure in order to keep us alive. Uh-huh. And because of that, it throws more water. And that's why some people use compression socks because oh. then they increase the yeah. blood flow. And your body kind of doesn't know you are in a different pressure. Oh, very good idea to pack those compression socks. Compression socks. socks. It's also good to elevate your legs if you have a chance inside the airplane. Because when you do that, you're increasing your blood flow. And it kind of pretends for your body that the pressure hasn't changed. So anything you can do to um, increase your internal pressure will be helpful in terms of water retention. Perfect. Uh, after landing, it's always good to go for a walk or do any type of exercise because of the same reason. We need to increase the blood flow so your body goes back to normal. Great. If you add the surgery mm-hmm. and the flight together, mm-hmm. it's almost a disaster because the surgery will also make you retain water. Your body is being attacked. Uh-huh. You're hurting your body. You're taking medication, you're taking anesthesia or antibiotics, uh, a lot of different things that will attack your body and your body will be like, wait, I have some infection here. I have something going on. I have to protect her. Your immune system is like, lymphatic system, help me. Yes. So your lymphatic system throws water in order to try to flush all the inflammation you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And then you are combining flight and surgery, mm-hmm. it's two big reasons uh, for your body to retain water. And yes, it's normal that you still feel the water retention after a month. It's mm. actually normal to feel for six months. Wow. wow. After surgeries, yeah. 
That is so good to know. Mm -hmm. I am so thrilled you're here. And I'm thank you so much for allowing me to ask you that yeah, question. Of course. Because yeah. it's been really scary for me because no. I, I look in the mirror and I'm like, what is going on? Did they not get all the infection in, you know, in my mouth? And did they did, did something go wrong? Because I'm still seeing the effects of all of that. Yeah. And so thank you. Imagine if I punch you on your face, mm -hmm. you're going to get swollen. Yes. And... Imagine the surgery for hours. Yes. Your body's dealing with all the, you know, the damage. Yes. Um, it's a lot. It, it, can take, it can take up to six months. Very good to know. Yeah. Thank you so much. So I've actually been, every night I've been putting oil on my face and massaging under my eyes and around the area on my mouth where the dentist did the surgery. But I didn't want to press too hard because mm -hmm. it's still healing. So... Is there a certain amount of time you should wait to massage after surgery the lymphatic system to get those toxins out? It's a very common question, but it really depends on each surgery. I always mm -hmm. tell my clients to wait until they feel like functioning. Because uh -huh. sometimes they are so out of it, their body's healing, and you cannot even do much. You cannot even touch the area. Right. Especially if you have like a big scar and it's all open. So it really depends on which surgery you mm -hmm. are doing. Mm -hmm. In your case, you can massage it right away. Mm -hmm. But of course, you're not going to apply a strong pressure. Mm -hmm. And then throughout the day, you massage more and more. And then after a month, you can increase the pressure. You kind of feel how much you can handle. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you can do it every day. It's very helpful. Wonderful. So when someone comes to see you after they've had surgery, mm -hmm. your massage actually helps with the healing. Yes. Because imagine your lymphatic system is overwhelmed, mm -hmm. dealing with all the infection and the antibiotics and everything. If you clean your lymphatic system, you're opening more space. It's like in a house. If you clean your garbage, you have more space for thrash. Mm -hmm. So massages after surgeries are always helpful. That's wonderful. Is there a situation where the massage could irritate or harm the healing area? No. If you do with someone who is like trained, uh -huh. properly trained, yeah. they will know how to do it. We know how to avoid certain areas and we try to always work on places where we are not going to... Uh, make any damage. So I feel like what what's I'm hearing actually is the more serious the surgery, mm -hmm. the more important it is that they come see you and get yeah. the lymphatic massage. Yeah, actually in Brazil, as I told you, it's very popular and we go to hospitals. After every surgery, you need to get lymphatic. You cannot get a surgery without lymphatic after because it helps so much with the healing process. Wow. Uh, yeah. I almost want to think that it would be a good idea to get a lymphatic massage before the surgery mm -hmm. and after yes. the surgery. Before is as important as after because you are cleaning your lymphatic system so it's ready to get all the inflammation. Yes. And yes. then after you, are, you keep cleaning it so you can keep dealing with the inflammation. Yes. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world.
We like to dig the news on Merritt Street, essential television. On Oops! The Podcast, join me, comedian Julio Gallarotti, as I examine everyday life, the mistakes, the bad decisions, the goals, the jokes, the social engagements, and all things in between. I'm joined every week by producer and personal confidant, Ryan Lynch, various other comedians for witty, candid, and intoxicating conversation. Our listeners love Oops! for sophisticated banter, aka your mom could listen, and many feel like they're in the room with us chopping it up with old pals. You can find every episode of the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. So we do two things with every podcast and have since our very first podcast. And one of them is we have a drink of the day and we always create our drink of the day for our podcast and for our guest. And so I'd love to do that right now while we are doing this interesting podcast fabulous podcast. So we created what we're calling the Greenberry Tea. I wanted to create a drink that would help us feel our best. So this is a green tea infused with all types of berries. Green tea is a great way to curb bloating and the antioxidants in the berries are great for your lymphatic system. So I think this drink is a total knockout. It has five green tea bags, one pitcher of water, a handful of strawberries that are sliced, a handful of blueberries, a handful of raspberries, and a handful of blackberries. You add the berries to a large pitcher and fill with filtered water. Pop in the tea bags and let it infuse in the fridge for two to 24 hours. The longer, the better. Pour yourself multiple glasses throughout the day and flush out the toxins. Wow, it tastes so good. Oh, I'm so happy tried. you love wow. it. It's delicious. Oh, yay. Cheers. Oh, it is delicious. Delicious. Really, really yay. good. Yay. Oh, I'm so happy. So we can just sip on this throughout this yeah. beautiful I'm going to make it at home. Yay. Wow, it's really good. It looks really nice. Isn't it beautiful? <laughs> it's yeah. a beautiful drink for sure. <laughs> so let's talk about boosting your immune system through lymphatic massage. How does this work? Um, the more you want to boost your immune system, the more you want to take care of your lymphatic system because they both are best friends. How are you going to take care of your lymphatic system? By avoiding toxins, by avoiding situations that will stress your body. So we sleep early, wake up early. That's number one for me. Um, you have to sleep by 11 p.m. and wake up by 8 a.m. Because mm -hmm. that way your hormones will be regulated. Oh. You release cortisol by 8 a.m. So you have energy to um, deal with your daily things. Mm -hmm. If you wake up after 8 a.m., you might not have as much energy. And you have to sleep by 11 p.m. because your melatonin are the highest. So you have a good night of sleep. Oh, I love yeah. that. So sleep routine is number one for me. It's really important for your lymphatic system. Number two, avoiding processed food. That's something that everyone knows. Like processed food is just something your body doesn't know how to process because it's not real food. So all those toxins, all those chemicals will be stuck inside of you. Your body has hard time de dealing with whatever is not real food. Number three, avoid toxic relationships. Oh, yes. Yes. <gasps> when you are exposed to toxic relationships, our body feels in a survival mode. And it's really damaged for your lymphatic system. Number four and last one. 
drink lots of water. The more water you drink, the easiest will be for your lymphatic system to flush out toxins. The water you drink has nothing to do with the water retention. It actually helps to flush out the water retention. Wow. Yeah. So the simple answer also is to this, you cannot flush out any toxins unless you're peeing them out, correct? Yes. The every, everything comes out of your body. You, it's not, you, you can't sweat it out. Mm-mm. I you mean, you can't. can like a little, little, little percentage, <laughs> yeah. but 99.9% yeah. will go uh, out of your body through your pee. Yes. So you have to drink that liquid. You have to drink that yes. water. And we're talking water. Mm-hmm. We're not talking soda. We're not talking no. alcohol. We're not talking, you have to, that fresh water infused with fruit, berries is okay. So, yeah. so it's it's really very simple, but you have to do everything that goes along with it. I'm so happy you just listed those four important yeah. facts. Yeah, That's, those are the, the main ones for mm-hmm. me. You can If you can keep those ones under control, mm-hmm. your lymphatic system will work well on its own. Wow. You won't need uh, as many massages or treatments or pills or whatever. Your mm-hmm. lymphatic system has the ability of work on its own. Wow. And then whatever you do extra, like to keep your life healthier, exercise and eating, I don't know, certain types of food, they are just very helpful as well. Mm-hmm. But you have to keep those four. I love that. And I love that, uh, that one about what time to sleep. That yes. is so number one. important. Number one. I love that. Because I was just talking with a friend and we were talking about how mm-hmm. important it is to sleep. And she said, did you get to sleep in today? And I said, well, sleeping in for me is like maybe sleeping until eight because I am an early riser and yeah. I, I get up at 6 a.m. I can try to sleep in, but that would be 8 a.m. So I'm so happy to hear you say that. Yeah, we need to respect our biological clock. Our body is aligned with the earth. Mm -hmm. So we need to respect that in order to have our hormones working the way they should work. And if you try to go against, you will suffer. You will feel headaches. You will feel a lack of energy and then because of that, you're going to eat more sugar because you can get energy from sugar. And it's just like a cycle that will bring it to a deep black hole. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. So as far as the cosmetic aspects of the massage, shaping the body and reducing cellulite, how immediate are the results and how long do they last? To be honest with you, Almost all my clients, they came to me because they wanted to look skinnier. And you actually do because we are reducing the water weight. So you look smaller. But lymphatic massage does not make you lose any fat. It might help with your metabolism in the long term because you'll be healthier. If you were healthier, your metabolism speed up. Mm-hmm. You feel like better overall. You sleep better. You eat better because you are healthier. But the massage itself does not make you lose any fat. Mm-hmm. It does make you look skinnier because we are um, removing water weight. Mm-hmm. And you can see right away, as soon as you do the massage, you feel smaller. The cellulite's appearance kind of go away a little bit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get rid of cellulites, but it just looks better because you have less water weight mm-hmm. on the cellulites as well. Oh, I love that, though. I love that. But I can see how it would give you more energy 
Yeah, because your body has space to work properly. Again, I'm going to give another analogy. Uh If you are driving on a place full of traffic or without traffic, you can go way faster if you are in a place without traffic. And that's how our body feels when you don't have toxins hanging around. Yes, yes. (laughs) So have more energy. Yes, I love that. How often do you recommend someone should go in for a massage? Depends on each case. I want my clients to come as less as possible because it means that their lymphatic system is working on its own. I don't want them to need me all the time, but sometimes in the beginning, until we get to that point, they need to come more often. So most of my clients, they come like once a week in the beginning, Mm -hmm. then they come twice a month, then they come once a month just Mm -hmm. for maintenance. That is just wonderful. I was just thrilled to see that your Beverly Hills Clinic opened just a few months ago. So congratulations oh, on thanks. that. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much. Oh, that's so wonderful. Can you talk about the offerings at your clinic? Because I noticed you have radio frequency, cupping, suction, and so much more. So how do these techniques work together? So we have different equipment because we need to use depending on what each client needs. I mm-hmm. always try to find the root cause of my client's problems. Mm-hmm. And then I use whatever I need to in order to solve the root problem. Yes. Um, we have infrared sauna, we have an LED bed, we have um, radio frequency, ultrasound, cupping, endermology, and I do a combination of it all or just some of it depending on what they need. Wow. So you have to explain cupping to me because I see it all the time uh, in photos on social media or, you know, on news sites or whatever. So I know that it's something that people do for their health or for for their bodies. But what exactly? Because I see the, the circle marks on them. So tell me exactly why they've had cupping done. What is okay. it for? Cupping is something from a compuncture. So mm-hmm. it's very similar concept. Each point is related to an organ. Mm. So imagine that you drink too much alcohol. Mm-hmm. Your kidney will be overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And because of that, the blood flow won't uh, flow properly in that area because you have too many toxins there. When you put a cupping... We are going to bring up that dirty blood. We call it dirty blood, which is the blood full of toxins. And we are going to allow new blood to come to the area, which will help with the anti-inflammatory process. So each person needs the cupping to be placed in different areas, depending on on what they need. And we are trying to bring up the dirty blood. So we open space for new blood with all the oxygen and the anti-inflammatory things to come and clean the area, which helps with the healing process. Oh, wow. So I imagine your results are expedited using multiple techniques as opposed to manual massage only. Yeah, that, that's one of my goals. I want them to come as less as possible, as I told you, mm-hmm. and I want to solve their problems. So I always try to bring here all the new techniques they have in Brazil. I'm always having someone bring them to me. I do new trainings all the time because I want to give my clients a solution. Yes. I don't want to just give them like a Band-Aid. <sighs> I want them to be healed and good to go. I love that. So let me ask you this. If they are a first-time client, will they feel a little tenderness after their first visit? 
they might feel because the pressure is strong. It's like when you get a strong massage, you might feel a little sore after, but it feels good. Mm -hmm. We don't do anything to hurt them. And if they complain, if they say like, it's too strong, it's too much, we are always adjusting the pressure. Mm -hmm. We are adjusting um, the settings of the equipment. So we Mm -hmm. are always talking to them, listening to them so we can... um, give them the best yeah. treatment. It's what I call uh, that good sore. <laughs> that good... Yeah, good, like good pain. <laughs> yeah, that good pain. It's like after a good hard workout, if you want to hurt. <laughs> so as we were mentioning earlier, pregnant and postpartum bodies really benefit from this massage, don't they? Yeah, I would say that they are the most... the, the ones that um, can get the, the better results... And they are the ones that need the most, that benefit the most, because they retain more water than us. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So are there lymphatic massage techniques you can do on yourself? Yeah. I actually have some videos on my Instagram (coughs) teaching some self-lymphatic massage techniques. But I always try to make it clear that just the massage is not going to do anything. You have to improve your habits in order to not bring as many toxins to your lymphatic system. And then you can do self-massage, you can do walks, you can do different things to um, add up to your habits. Yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, I suggest everyone go to your uh, Instagram page because it is phenomenal. It is so educational. Yeah, I always try to teach as much as I can Mm -hmm. because I know that people don't actually need to come to me to get what they want. Mm -hmm. They can do almost everything on their own at home. And that's what I try to teach on my Instagram. It's a huge bonus, though, to to get to come into one of your clinics because uh, you do offer some amazing techniques. And I'm in love with anything that you offer because I think to heal the body is is wonderful, of course, to be able to heal the body and then to find someone who's as brilliant as oh, you thank are. thank you so much. I, I really mean it. I mean, it's it's so wonderful in this day and time to have brilliant people who know what they're doing that can actually heal the body when someone is in pain or suffering. And then there's someone like you out there that can actually help heal. It's wonderful. It's wow, wonderful. Thank you so much. I couldn't be happier to hear that. Oh, well, you're welcome. So will your clinic be taking new clients soon? Mm, good question. <laughs> Hopefully, yes. I've been trying to grow the team, but I'm really careful with my employees. I want to make sure they can keep my level of quality. And that's why I have such a hard time taking new people. Mm-hmm. But slowly we've been able to take people from the wait list which is great. And who knows, maybe in the future, I'm able to open new locations and just grow the team. That's wonderful. So it's worth getting on a wait list. So again, we do two things in the podcast and now we've come to the second one and that's the game of the day. Do you like playing games? Yes. Good. Okay. So we've created this game just for today and it's called Bad Energy Drain. (laughs) So today we're going to drain out the bad energy with a feel-good game. I'm going to read a prompt and we'll both give our best answer. I have not read this game. I have not looked at it because our staff, my staff created this game just for the two of us. Okay. (laughs) So the number one prompt I'm going to read for the two of us is, and I'm looking at it now for the first time, 
this is the best secret to saying I love you without words. Okay. Do you want to go first or do you want no, me to? you go first. <laughs> okay. Best secret to saying I love you without words. Well, gosh, so many things are going through my mind. Okay. So I have two grown sons and I am thinking back to when they were babies. And I used to always do this for them. And I do it for my husband as well. But I guess I'm going to have to say the, this is with not the spoken word, but the written word. But I would always do this just when they would go to bed at night. I would go into their bathroom and I would take that lipstick and I would always write, I love you or you're the best. Or I would just write a message on their bathroom mirror so that when they get up in the morning, there would be that message. Oh, that's so sweet. So it's not the spoken word, but it would always be the written word. And I still do yeah. that to my husband. And sometimes it's just a big heart on the bathroom mirror. That's so cute. Yeah. So that's my way. Okay, my way. Um, I don't have kids, but I have a dog. And my way to say I love you for him is take him for walks. No matter what I do, he will love me. No matter mm -hmm. if I take him for walks or not, he will love me. But I always make sure I take him as much as I can because I know he loves going for walks. Mm. And that's my way to say I love you oh, to him. I love that. <laughs> I love that. That's so sweet. I saw a TikTok video the other day that a man posted saying, every time I take my dog for a walk, when we get to the elevator and I push the button, I lean down and the dog jumped up and would give him a hug. Yeah. It was it, so cute. They love it. That's what <laughs> makes him the most happy. Aww. So I always make sure I take him for walks as much as I can. <laughs> I just love that. Okay. Number two, favorite scent to pick up your mood. S-C-E-N-T. Favorite scent to pick up your mood. Um, I will talk about the scent I use at my spa. Okay. It's called Cento 33. Mm -hmm. It's from Le Labo. And that's my favorite one. It makes me really happy. Oh, I love that. Well, I have a favorite scent. Uh, I don't have like a particular brand of it, but grapefruit, the smell of grapefruit, any candle. If I can buy grapefruit, I always do because I love that scent. It's just, it picks me up. It makes me happy. I love the smell of grapefruit. So number three, gift ideas for girlfriends just because. Mm, you start now. Okay. <laughs> so I love, I love girlfriends. I love girl time, girl weekends, girl parties, everything. So gift ideas for girlfriends, just because I can think I, my mind just went to journals. So I think all women love journals because I think that's something we deserve to do to get to just write down anything, just lists and wonderful memories and, and I, because I love to journal and I love it when I find really fun, sweet, beautiful journals. So I think journals are a wonderful gift idea for a girlfriend just because. Oh, okay. Uh, I think that the main gift we can give to someone is our time. Oh, beautiful. So I would like to spend a day with my girlfriend and maybe um, buy an experience for us together. That would be my way of gifting a girlfriend. That is so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you win that one. 
for sure. That was beautiful. Okay, the next one. Food that reminds you of your mom. Mm. Mm. Rice and beans. Because it's something we eat every day in Brazil. And I remember when I was younger, my mom would cook my grandma every day rice and beans. So that's what reminds me of them. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, my mother was a phenomenal cook. She made everything from scratch. She cooked every day for us. So uh, when I read that, I thought of, I'm thinking of two things, but I'm going to have to say pumpkin pie. She was the best cook. She made the best pies, everything. And pumpkin pie was fabulous. Okay, next. Who was your last hug from? That's going to make me cry. Who was your last hug from? Um, my boyfriend, because he drove oh. me here. Oh. And then we hugged. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. My last hug was from my little granddaughter because... They just lived five minutes away, and I stopped by there before I came here to drop off some toys for my granddaughter and my grandson. And, oh, when I handed them the, their little balls, and they were both strapped in their strollers about to go for a walk. So I said, here's a ball. And she went, ball, ball. And I said, well, you're going for a walk, so Grandma's going to go. I have to go to the office. Of course, she didn't understand a word I was saying. And uh, I leaned into her little stroller, and she gave me a kiss and lifted up her little arms, and so I got a hug. Oh, that's, that's so, so cute. I can't believe that. That was a really great question. So this is the last one. Person you'd like to spend more time with? Um... I will say my sister, we are really close, and she oh. still doesn't live here. So I miss her so much, yeah. Oh. She's someone I would love to spend more time with. Oh, I'm sorry she doesn't live here. Uh, she will come. <laughs> oh, where does she live? In Brazil, yeah. It's been just three years that I moved here, so most of my family is still there. Oh, well, I hope that she comes soon. Me too. <laughs> oh. What's her name? Raissa. Oh, that's beautiful. Thanks. Well, my prayer right now and tonight will be that she comes to see you very soon. Thanks. So the person I'd like to spend more time with would be, oh, I have two grandchildren that have moved to Texas. and I would like to spend more time with them. I miss them very much. Yeah, long distance is yes. always hard. <laughs> yes, it's very, very hard. Well, sadly, that has brought us to the end of our podcast, and I'm so sad. This was a beautiful time, and we learned so much about getting our bodies healthy, and I thank you so much. But before we wrap this up, I have one more question. Okay. I started this whole podcast, and I named it I've got a secret for one reason, and that is because throughout my life, I felt like I have learned so many secrets from my grandmother, from my mother, from friends and family that I believe was important enough, all of them important enough to share with other people mm -hmm. that maybe would change their lives. So do you have one secret that you have learned from someone that you want to share with the listeners? It's not really a secret, but since I've... Um, got the habit of wake up early and sleep early. My life has changed. 
I have actually time to do my own things in the morning, to work out, to do some journal, to meditate, to do whatever I want to do. And before I wouldn't have that time because I would come from work tired and then I would be like too lazy to do <laughs> something. Um, besides that, it's been really good for my health mm -hmm. to wake up early because, uh, as I said, our hormones and our biological clock, they um, need you to wake up early and sleep early. Mm -hmm. And that's my secret. I recommend to everyone, wake up early, your life's going to change. Oh, I love <laughs> that secret. I really believe you sharing that right now will change so many lives. Yeah, hope so. Let's try. <laughs> Thank you so much. Now, please tell the listeners where to find you online. My Instagram is Detox by Rebecca. And you can always DM me. I try to answer everyone. And I guess it's the best way to communicate with me and to find me. That's so fantastic. Secret Squad, head on over to I've Got a Secret with RobinMcGraw.com for more from this episode. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>